0: Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well this podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing embracing and honoring themselves awaken and empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth inner work and mental health and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here alive and breathing and taking up space listen in for soul-centered inspiration heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Hello everyone and welcome back to Awaken and Empower. Thank you for being here and choosing to spend your precious time with me. I really hope these episodes have been helpful and inspiring for you and that they're helping you to move along your own self-empowerment journey. In the last episode, I talked all about boundaries, how to set, respect, and connect with them. I think boundaries are such an important aspect of self-empowerment and also just being human in general so if you missed that one i recommend going back and giving it a listen And if all goes to plan, the next episode of the show will be a conversation episode with a guest that I've already had on the show. I'm so excited to bring her back on because her life has just taken so many beautiful turns since she was last on the show. And I just can't wait for her to share her newfound wisdom with everyone listening. So stay tuned for that. That'll be a really good one. And if you ever have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear me discuss on the podcast, any questions you'd like to get my take on, or even anybody who you think would be a great person to do a conversation episode with, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear your ideas and suggestions and just any feedback in general that you may have. You can always contact me at my email, which is shaylenivoney at livingembrace.ca And I also have a contact form on my website, livingembrace.ca, or you can send me a message on Instagram, I'm at living.embrace. And as always, all my contact info will be in the show notes, so yeah, reach out whenever you'd like, I'd always love to hear from you. As for today's episode, we'll be exploring the topic of people-pleasing this is something i've always struggled with especially in my younger years through elementary and high school and pretty much all of university and into my 20s and even now i still struggle with it so yeah it's a lifelong kind of thing but i'm much more aware of it and i've learned to handle it with more grace and care and kind of release myself of the grip of it I've realized from conversations with friends and coaching clients that people-pleasing tendencies are so common. It's weighing so much of us down and preventing us from granting our own desires and needs because we're so concerned about others' opinions and judgments and emotions. So... In this episode i want to share my own experiences and what's helped me and also provide you with some tangible ways to break free from your people-pleasing habits and choose to put yourself first instead i'm not an expert by any means and i'm still trying to figure this all out myself too so what i share here is mostly based on my own experience and the learning that i've done But I hope it's still helpful for you. And if you find yourself doing any sort of people-pleasing, I hope that this episode inspires you to break free from that. So get comfy and let's get into our exploration of people-pleasing. first let's start with the basics and get clear on what people pleasing actually is basically people pleasing is a personality trait that creates the strong urge to please other people even at your own expense people pleasers may come across as very kind and helpful because they're always readily available And they may actually be very kind and helpful people, but in terms of people-pleasing, the motivation behind this kindness and helpfulness usually comes from a need to be accepted or approved of by other people. Someone with a people-pleasing personality often has trouble saying no, even when they want to, so their boundaries are considered porous. If you listened to the last episode, you'll know all about that. They tend to agree with people, even if they have differing views, and they have a strong fear of receiving criticism for their opinions. They may shift their behavior and attitude to fit into whatever group they're surrounded by, even if that doesn't align with their personality and who they really are and they believe that their worth is dependent on how others see them, so they are constantly seeking external validation and often have a low sense of self-worth, and their confidence is dependent on how they think other people evaluate them. So all of this is usually coming from some lack of self-connection and the inability to define one's own worth. This can all inevitably lead to some detrimental effects like lack of self-care, being taken advantage of by other people, losing sight of your own beliefs and values, building resentment toward yourself and other people, and an overall lack of joy in life. It's like your life isn't truly your own because you're so busy living it to please others instead of yourself i can definitely relate to this this was me for most of my life i was terrified of disappointing people and voicing my own opinion i was an expert at morphing myself into whatever i thought the people around me wanted me to be and i was constantly seeking external validation to feel good about myself Basically, I had a very weak sense of self and this led me to fall into the trap of people-pleasing without even realizing it. I don't think I ever even heard the term people-pleasing until well into my university life. It was simply the only way I knew how to live. I was terrified of not pleasing and I lived my life for the validation of others. This, of course, caused so much struggle for me And what's worse is that I was so stuck in it that I couldn't even realize how much it was hurting me. I wanted to please everyone except for myself. I thrived on external validation. I desperately wanted to fit in. I neglected myself to the point where I didn't even know myself. I was so caught up in getting good grades to please my teachers and my family. I often did what my friends wanted to do, even if I didn't want to. I would always put other people before myself and had no boundaries with my time and energy. I really struggled to say no to people. I was terrified of disappointing anyone. The list just keeps going on. (laughs) This had a huge impact on my sense of self. And because I was living like this for so long, I just really lost myself in this pursuit of pleasing others. I spent a lot of time in the past few years trying to understand where this all comes from why do i have such strong people pleasing tendencies and honestly i'm still trying to figure that out it's probably something in childhood like everything usually is but i haven't been able to fully put my finger on it it's like i've just always been this way maybe it just grew over time who knows, maybe receiving praise as a baby or toddler really struck with me and since then I've just been craving it. I think my high sensitivity could have something to do with it as well. I've also been diving into my relationship with conflict and my aversion to conflict and where that's come from and how that has manifested into me having people-pleasing tendencies but Anyways, I'm not going to sit here and try to diagnose myself, but I do want to encourage you to do this kind of reflection yourself if you struggle with people-pleasing. And it's okay if you don't have the answers right away. This might be, and in fact probably will be, some lifelong learning that you have to do. But self-reflection is always helpful when you're trying to understand any part of yourself. Maybe ask yourself where you struggle the most. How does people-pleasing show up for you? Why do you feel the need to please? I know how much of a struggle it is to deal with people-pleasing behavior, so distancing yourself from it and almost examining it can be really helpful to understanding it and taking it for what it is. Becoming more aware is always the first step and it may take time, but it's vital to waking up, which is what I'll be talking about next. For me, the waking up to my people-pleasing behavior started to happen when I first dove into my self-development, and it gradually became more apparent as I got to know myself more. And when I say waking up, I really just mean becoming more aware, like waking up to myself and a deeper level of understanding and knowing I think the main meaning behind waking up and awakening is really just about noticing where you've been asleep and what you've been unaware of in yourself and your life and waking up to it. It's a new level of knowing that leads to a more authentic way of being. I had been asleep in many areas of myself and my life, people pleasing being a big one it was shocking to realize how far gone I was and how much it impacted every facet of my inner and outer world. A lot of things came to the surface for me over time, especially as I moved into a new phase of my being and started living in embrace and eventually my coaching business and all the stuff that came along with that. But even before that, after I graduated from university and went through that quarter life crisis time that i've mentioned many times here before after that phase i decided to get to know myself for the first time and part of that was realizing that i had a people-pleasing personality big time (laughs) a lot of my struggles after graduating and being out of the education system came up because i didn't have that external validation that i thrived on in school I didn't have the achievements to show off or the teachers to impress or anything like that. And on top of that, I was struggling to find jobs that interested me or that were relevant to my studies. And so I was just working my retail job, which I didn't like very much. And I felt like I had nothing external to show for myself. Everything that I had used to define myself and build my self-worth on was stripped away. And I think that was a big thing that led me to waking up. As time went on and my self-development journey deepened more and more, I learned more about this part of myself and realized how much i had been holding me back. I was still coming up against these patterns, but I was much more aware of them. The waking up led to awareness, and that's really what has saved me and helped me break free. In order to break free, I had to realize that this habit, this pattern, this way of being wasn't serving me, and I needed to start choosing myself instead of others. I needed to put my needs and desires first, as scary as that was. I learned how to catch myself in moments of people-pleasing, examine what was triggering it, and choose to respond differently. I didn't want it to weigh me down or hold me back anymore it had gone on for far too long. I needed to break free in order to embrace and honor myself. For me, people-pleasing was a defense mechanism in a way, like it was protecting my ego, it was protecting me from showing and even facing my true self. People-pleasing is a form of safety and comfort, It shields you from the scary thing of receiving criticism, or disappointing others, or admitting what you truly want. But that's no way to live. That's a very disempowered way of living. So I had to make the conscious choice to live differently. It's definitely a practice, and it takes time, hence why I'm still dealing with it, But eventually, I got more comfortable with sticking up for what I want and sharing my opinion and protecting my boundaries and worrying less about the opinions of others. My self-worth is no longer tied to what anyone else thinks of me. I don't need external validation to feel good about who I am. I'm not hiding my true self anymore, and I'm choosing to honor myself before I please anyone else, and that's incredibly empowering. The process of recovering, I guess you could say, from people-pleasing can be very messy and (laughs) topsy-turvy. Depending on how long you've been stuck in this way of thinking and behaving, it can be really hard and take a lot of time to recover and get back to your true self. You really do have to make the conscious choice to rewire the well-worn pathways in your brain that have established as a result of your years of people-pleasing this is not your fault. I really want to emphasize that. You are not to blame here. This is just a pattern you picked up somewhere along the way in your life, most likely without you knowing or your willingness or consent. You may have learned it from people around you or the way people acted towards you. It could have come from anywhere, but chances are you did not choose it and you don't even need to identify as a people pleaser no matter how much people pleasing you do. This is something I've become more conscious of lately is the whole concept of even calling yourself a people pleaser versus saying you have a people pleasing personality or tendencies or behavior. Saying I am a people pleaser ties that to your identity and I'm guilty of this myself. Maybe I even slipped up and actually said it once or twice in this episode. I don't know. But I am, as of now, deciding to try to not call myself a people pleaser in a way that ties it to who I am. Because I know it's not who I am. It's just something that I do, a way that I behave, a pattern I've picked up. And if I look at it that way, It takes the pressure off it a bit more and makes it seem more possible to disentangle myself from it. I hope that makes sense. But yeah, basically, anything we say after I am can be seen or felt as tied to our identity. And these things can be much harder to break free from. So maybe that's one of the first steps to breaking free is just choosing to change your language around how you speak about your people-pleasing behavior. Instead of, I am a people-pleaser, say, I tend to participate in people-pleasing behavior or something like that. Another part of breaking free and recovering is taking some time to think about where this all started and what it stems from. Like I said earlier, you probably never chose to act this way. It just evolved over time and became a habit. Getting clear on where you think it all started will help you get to the root. Support like therapy could be a big help if you're struggling to find the root cause. And it's most likely something in your childhood, as all things seem to be. It's literally wild how much we pick up as kids and carry with us into adulthood. We really are just super absorbent sponges as children. So yeah, doing some reflecting on what you think started your people-pleasing behavior can be a helpful way to break free. And even if you can't pinpoint an exact cause, that's okay. Even just doing this type of reflecting can be helpful. And even if you do find the root cause, your people-pleasing patterns might still be present for you, and that's okay too. This isn't a quick fix. As long as you build up your awareness, you'll be more able to cope and recover and break free. Another way to break free is to just question how this behavior is and isn't serving you. People-pleasing does serve a purpose. Like I said before, it's a form of protection and your ego might see that as a good thing. And that's why we get stuck in these patterns. For me, I think that's the biggest way it has served me. It's protected me from disappointing others or coming across in a certain way or being vulnerable or back in the day admitting to myself that my self-worth was very low through asking myself how it was serving me though i inevitably realized that it was more so not serving me it was holding me back and preventing me from living as my true self so maybe think about that for your situation ask yourself how your people pleasing is serving you and how it's not simply becoming aware of all the ways it's not serving you might give you enough motivation to break free I know from experience how hard it can be to stop people pleasing for me it became a habit an ingrained way of behaving and like i said it was the only way i knew how to live but once you become aware of it and distance yourself a little bit from it and stop tying it to your identity it is so possible to choose to live differently you are allowed to please yourself first before you please anyone else You don't have to fear other people's opinions of you, because truthfully, the way anyone thinks about you has more to do with themselves than it has to do with you. You don't need external validation to feel worthy. You can define your own worth and believe you're worthy simply because you're here. Give yourself permission to speak your truth and share your opinions no matter what anyone else thinks. Stick up for your boundaries and just say no. I know this is all easier said than done, but it's a practice. The more you do these things, the easier they'll become and people pleasing won't take up as much space in your life anymore. And wouldn't that be just amazing? (laughs) After talking about this topic with other people and working through it with clients, I've realized how unique every situation is. And so if you want more personalized support, you know who to call. People-pleasing comes up a lot in my coaching sessions with clients because it's a huge barrier to self-empowerment. If you are people-pleasing, you're not living empowered. So if this is something you struggle with, please reach out to me. I'd love to support you. I hope hearing my experiences helped you get more clear on your current situation if you find yourself stuck in people-pleasing. Like I said, everyone is different, so take some time to reflect on your own story and trust that you can break free. As always, if there's anything you'd like to chat about or you'd like to learn more about how I can help you as your self-empowerment coach, you can always reach me at my email and on Instagram and on my website, livingembrace.ca. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me and sending you so much love and I will talk to you in the next episode.